This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Your vision of this this new world of entertainment, when an end user encounters it, what is your goal with making them feel? So I want them to feel that they they're experiencing something they've never experienced before, and that they can be part of that. One of the one of the key things about the metaverse is it's about social presence. It's about being able to share something with somebody else. And you only have to go back to the testimonials of people who were at the Fort like Travis Scott concert. And even that, even though it wasn't actually thousands of people in the same instance of the game at the same time, it was quite kind of guarded, all of that. They still felt like they were part of something very special. And that has always stuck with me, how we create that experience meaningfully and repeatedly. So I want people to feel like they're in it with other people. We're already experimenting with VR and particularly VR chat and how to create experiences in there. But it's that sense of togetherness, like you're with your mates at a rave, that kind of thing, except they could be anywhere in the world and they could be a tomato, a cucumber or you know, a monkey, whatever. That is the thing. But the world that you're in is alive and responsive to you as much as you are to each other. That, that should be really, really entertaining. Uh, I, I, again, I don't really know how it's going to play out because I, I don't, but what we've been given is the opportunity to experiment and figure it out. Um, so, I, so this, this, con- this, yeah. this concept really quick and not, not to cut you off, but you kept emphasizing that you want it to, to, you want it to feel like people are part of something, right? And the best way to integrate that is through NFTs, right? Have them collect something, have some upside and some incentive to be a part of the community, have a, have a tool to vote on things, depending on what your goal is, right? Is that where I'm getting at? Or are you envisioning an, another form of, uh, of integration. No, you're absolutely right. We have a community called the Based Heads. We have a 10K collection, which we dropped at the beginning of January. And that represents our super fans. It's our core audience. The reason we did it that way is we didn't have to. We could have just built this thing without. Is NFTs are a really fun way of bootstrapping a community. And like you say, making a community feel like they have ownership of something. What that is, I don't think anybody really knows because we're co-creating it. We are the creators. And like I think we're amongst the best content creators in Web3. And so we, rightfully, we should lead the way. And when we have products like Fraz Cola, which we make the commercials for, or Fraz Primal, which we make the commercials for, these are real products that we make really fun, nice, fake ads for. And these are what we call anti-brands. They're not brands, they're anti-brands. Mm. But they, they are things that we're going to be able to give to our community to have ownership of as well. And I'll, I'll get into more of that in a second. But the the idea of having these NFTs, they're an amazing distribution mechanism as well because they let you know where your audience is and they allow you to give them something very quickly and pain, painlessly. And we were looking at things like live streaming and having live minting during a stream and understanding the shape of your audience in terms of their wallets, which is a data point that's never been available before, but a really interesting one. And when people look at our collection, they see the blue chip holders index it's really high, even though distribution is relatively low and the floor price is where it's at, they can see that the quality of the actual owner is very high, relatively speaking, in the space. And that's pretty meaningful. So you can do the similar kind of thing with your analytics on stream. And one of the things I'm really keen to explore and keen to try and build is what I call the third pillar of the creator economy. So the creator economy is like, it's this weaponized clout machine where it's build an audience and monetize the fuck out of that audience by doing x x and x and those three things are 
You know, you watch a million YouTube videos like, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. And it's all about retention hacks and retention tactics and keeping your audience and trade, you know, treating the algorithm like your bitch and all this stuff. And none of that sounds like creativity to me. It all sounds like extracting the maximum revenue from each click that you possibly can. So what are you going to do? You're just going to engineer those clicks. And I hate that shit. I honestly do. I understand it's a game. I do. Uh, but if I, if I watch like Mr. Beast videos, I find it impossible to enjoy them anymore because I know that I'm just being treated like a toddler and he's determined to make me not look away. And it makes it really, really hard to, to enjoy them. And it's, you know, that's just attention tactics and, you know, building an audience taken to like the maximum level. So this idea of monetizing your audience, I mean, it's fair enough. You're building a business, you're doing all these kind of things, but it becomes at such a cost and it feels unwholesome. There are like these influencers called Andre Jake and Graham Stefan. And I was in the similar space doing DeFi. And I, you know, I used to see them talk about Bitcoin spouting out utter rubbish about this space and what it was about. And I used to call them out on it, but like these guys have built massive audiences. Their CPM, their cost per milli to um, advertise on them is massive because they, you know, they're, they're influencers. So a credit card company will pay a lot for an advert on their channel to reach their audience. Just like, this is, this is horseshit. Like, I think they, they, Graham Stephan's probably earning like seven, eight million a year um, on AdSense and deals that he makes. It's just, hate it. <laughs> so my third pillar is what I call share the spoils. So I was like, yeah, build an audience, monetize that audience. That's the game. Okay. Well, what's, what can we do to share those spoils with our community? Mm. Like NFTs are not the perfect solution to that, but they open up a dialogue with your community in a way that will start to have to make that possible. And, you know, there's this concept of the full-time fan that I'm really excited about, which is if someone really loves your content and they're willing to go to bat for you, like share it, spread the word, maybe contribute ideas, then that could be considered a job. And if it's a job, then they get paid for it. Like, isn't that weird? Like Web3 goes, no, that's not weird. We can do that. And then they spit out a token and you go, but I don't want a token. I, I, I don't want to talk because Gary Gensler will cut off my balls if I have a token. So what's the option? The answer is we don't know at this point. There is no regulatory clarity and that's the problem. So until we have that, we won't know how to do a sensible token model for this. So we have to figure out other ways of doing it. And one of the mm. things that we looked at before we even launched was creating a wallet that we had no control over, giving it to a DAO and all the AdSense revenue, all the click-based revenue that we've made, because that's what AdSense revenue is and you can call it whatever you want, but it's that. It's performance-related pay, and it should be a bonus to everything else you're doing. We're just like, we'll convert that to USDC, give it to this wallet, walk away. But we can't do that. As simple as that may sound, it just ends up then being a sales pitch for a product based on the work that you do and not the work that someone else does. Um, and so we have to think of ways for our community to do work and be rewarded for it rather than them just getting a share of what we do because we run foul of securities laws, which we don't need at this point. So, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at different ways to do that. And obviously there are perks to come with it. You know, we will have 
content that only token holders can access. We'll have uh, exclusive drops. Like when we do Fraz, there'll be a drop for that, a physical drop as well as a digital drop, and um, there'll be benefits to token holders. But one of the things we actually are doing and trying to integrate as much as possible is having token holders be part of the show. Um, because in the metaverse, you want them to show up. And what we want is for our base heads to be a mob that show up en masse in areas that we designate and say, right, base heads are here. Now it's a party. So we're training them in how to use VR chat and turn up and be part of it with us. Like when I ran an ultra marathon in the metaverse last weekend, <laughs> there were like six people that ran with me. And I say ran, but they were just pushing forward on their joysticks for six hours more seven eight one of them ran me for the whole time she she literally couldn't move her thumb the next day i was like that is <laughs> wild but that's you know that that made it all worthwhile because we proved the point we didn't just put on an event i didn't just run in a digital game it was the actual act of being socially present with other people while suffering my ass off um that was really meaningful so i think for for me having the ability to bring other people in bring community members into a game uh, so we do like a Mr. Beast type game where, you know, it's the first to let go of an object. Um, so the last to let go of an object wins 10 grand or something. We just will be building those in the metaverse and they'll only be accessible for holders mm. of the NFT. So the, you know, the, the core audience. Um, so all sorts of different uh, things like that. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.